Hi, I'm Susan Foch, and when I was 18 years old, I launched a national nonprofit organization out of my freshman college dorm room. Now, with almost a decade of experience under my belt, I'm here to teach you my tried and true tips and tricks for running your own nonprofit or social enterprise and how to build it from the ground up. You're listening to this podcast because you're ready to make a difference in this world. I see you, I hear you, and I'm ready to help you. Now let's make an impact together. You're listening to the Make an Impact Podcast, episode 49, and today I'm going to have a slightly emotional moment. I can't tell if it's because it's my birthday this week, which I love. I always, not in like an obnoxious, like valley girl way, but in a, I think that your birthday is always a really nice time aside from, you know, New Year's or, you know, sort of a school year or something like that to really just have a reflective marker and really take account of, you know, where you're at in life and and kind of review some goals and values and um, just where you are and where you're going and kind of celebrate some of the accomplishments along the way. Um, Spoiler alert, even if some of those accomplishments are just the fact that you've made it this far and that you get to celebrate another birthday because what an incredible gift that is. Or it could be because this morning I had a really fantastic event with the Miss Wisconsin girls and the Miss Wisconsin organization who chose to partner with Operation Alone for their annual Miss Wisp Day, which stands for Women Inspired to Serve. Um, and we had a really great, very full um, service event altogether. And they were able to accomplish a lot of service projects in a small amount of time. And it was a very heartwarming moment for me to kind of see my former life and my current life really meshed together, um, which is always just so beautiful. So I can't tell, yeah, if it's like a little birthday wisdom, if it's a little Miss Wisconsin reminiscing, but I really felt like it was on my heart this week to kind of share a quick message on comparison. And trust me when I say this was a lesson I wish I would have learned far, far long ago. Um, probably would have saved me a lot of agony uh, in the competition phase for something as direct as Miss Wisconsin. But let's be honest, the rest of life can really feel like a competition most of the time. And what I really just want to say about comparison is that I think it's really easy to fall into comparison of ourselves with anyone for just about anything, which is immediately feeling envy for just about anything. Um, Whether it's you're in an actual competition setting, competition phase, like people in the Miss Wisconsin organization or Miss America or whatever you're competing in is, Um, you know, I don't care if it's like anything from race cars to bodybuilders to whatever it is that you're doing. Um, There's like really direct competition, but then there's also the competition and we constantly feel like we're in in life. You know, I, I think about the number of times that I've asked myself, and not just asked myself, but like asked out loud, like, am I on track for this, that, and the other thing? And I'll be honest, I've never really been the kind of person to ask the question, like, am I on track when it comes to really traditional female roles, um, or that of just really Midwestern kind of like value roles, like things of getting married a little bit younger, having kids quite younger. I've really never asked myself that question. Like, am I on track for getting married and having kids? 
But I have asked myself or asked other people questions like, hey, am I on track with like how much is in my retirement savings? Am I on track for, you know, like how much money I'm making as someone with a master's degree and, you know, a pretty like robust resume in my opinion? Um, You know, am I on track for someone who, you know, like really wants to travel, but feels like I haven't done a lot of travel? And then it's really easy to also do that you know, in the really kind of like beautiful, but gross, like social media world that we live in, right? Which we see every day. And it's so easy when you look at Instagram or you look at TikTok or you look at whatever the heck you do and just immediately do the comparison game of like, well, like how in the world are these like super hot people traveling the world like 365? Because minimum, I just think where in the world do they get the money for these kinds of things? You know, like for certain people who maybe, um, you know, if you're like me and you've always had some body issues, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, like you look at other people's like bodies, their travel schedules, their careers, their lives, how glamorous everything seems to look. And when you really have that moment of like, oh my gosh, like how are they there? And I'm not there and we just play the comparison game so hard with ourselves like so freaking hard with ourselves um usually to the point that it's never kind like that's never a fun game uh we never do the comparison game and like feel better about ourselves in the end um you know it's always like why do they have that and I don't and furthermore to that I want to also point out a lesson I recently learned which is also the difference between jealousy and envy Uh, which is that jealousy is something that you, like, you're worried about because, like, it's something that you have and you feel like you're at risk of losing it, where envy is looking at something that someone else has and you really want that because you're really drawn to that. And that's really where envy comes from because just because, I mean, and think about it, like, there's not every single time someone is, you know, boasting, bragging, posting about you know, something that they have that you really feel a twinge of wanting it. Like people could post about their like sports cars and Lamborghinis 24 seven. It's like never going to do it for me. (laughs) I'm never going to look at that and be like, "Mm, if I just like had that Lamborghini, I would finally be happy. But I do do that a lot in the nonprofit world, like as a business owner, as a public speaker, as, as I mentioned earlier, like someone with body issues, like I look at those things, like the things that do, I do have like a special little twinge for. Like when I look at Jess Ekstrom or Sarah Blakely or any of these just like powerhouse, amazing, like female entrepreneurs at any stage, that's the other problem too, at any stage that they're at in their journeys, I'm like, oh my God, like I want that so bad. I want to achieve where they've been. I want the level of impact that they've had. I want the level of income that they've had, if we're going to be super honest about that. You know, like why, even though those two women in particular are in very drastically different stages of their journey, it's always the like, why am I not there and how can I get there? Because that really resonates with me. That has a huge twinge for me. Versus, again, someone with, like, a bunch of sport cars or, like, I don't know, bragging about some, like, designer bags. Like, you know, like, I don't know, staring at, like, a wall of, like, Prada bags is never also going to do it for me. Because, honestly, I'm going to look at that and I'm going to be like, what a waste of money. We could have done so many better things (laughs) with it than that. Um, Those just aren't my values. That's just not really what I care about. But for other people, that is what they care about. And that's totally fine. I'm not here to, like, shame that or judge that. It's just that's not where it twinges for me because that's not what I'm envious of because that's not 
what resonates with me. And the thing is, here's what I want you to know about comparison. When you dive too hard into it in a negative way, then yeah, it's really negative. It's really hard. It's so easy to sit there and be like, why does this person have what looks like the better relationship, the better wardrobe, the better body, the better job, the better salary, the better travel schedule, whatever, and then like throw a little pity party for ourselves. It's also another thing to just like unfollow and block those people and those accounts that do make you feel like absolute hot stinking garbage. And if that's the case, absolutely unfollow, mute, block, do what you got to do. Protect yourself, Glen Coco. But here's the thing. Why don't you ask yourself, like, why does that person really bug me? Why am I so envious of that person? Why am I comparing myself to that person so hard? And here's the thing. You're going to find that it's because in some way, shape, or form, they have what you want. Or they're also like the exact, this has happened to me very recently, like the exact opposite of what you want, but you fear that you could somehow get there. Like you could go down that slippery slope where you could find yourself exactly where you don't want to be. And I think the clearest example I could give for this is maybe like, you know, maybe you're someone with a really addictive personality and struggling with the idea of addiction. Maybe you have a lot of addiction in your family. And like when you see other people with like really hefty drinking habits you know, that's like a trigger for you that you're like, oh, like I could go down that slippery slope really fast if I'm not careful with it. There are multiple reasons that those things can be triggers and it's because they resonate with us for better or for worse. And I want you to ask yourself if it's because that that person has something that you want or they're at a place in life that you want to be or they have certain values that you want to emulate I would rather that you choose, and this is very hard, this is not like an easy practice, but look at them as if that person is, and I'm going to coin a term from Lacey Phillips, who's like this like super mega manifesting like beast, to look at that person as an expander for you. Look at the fact that that person is showing you that what you want, which by the way is why it's pissing you off because it's something that you want, is possible for you. Again, looking at a bunch of Lamborghinis or Prada bags or whatever online is never going to do it for me. I'm not going to care. That's per- So therefore, that person is not an expander for me. But someone like Scott Harrison and even his wife, Victoria Harrison, building Charity Water, which I think for anyone in the nonprofit world, I think that those two people are huge expanders for the rest of us because they're showing us that it is possible to have a different way of running a nonprofit, to light people up for our causes, to raise money in a totally crazy, different, wild way, to change and revolutionize the way that we look at nonprofits. If you are a speaker and you want to, you know, again, also the nonprofit realm, like you want to be at the level of someone like Dan Pallotta, like I could definitely sit here and judge myself and criticize myself and compare myself to someone like Dan Pallotta and be like, why don't I have as many like million, five million times watched TED Talks? Or... I could look at myself and say, hey, what a great expander for me. What a great inspiration to look up to and someone to know that this is possible. Therefore, it is achievable. It's not like people, you know what I mean? It's like, because those things are possible for you to achieve. It's not like you're sitting here and maybe you are, I don't know you, but like being like, hey, I want to go live on Pluto for a year. No one has proved that that's possible yet, but I'm going to do it. 
Uh, really hard to find an expander for that because no one has actually set that precedent for you before. But barring the fact that you don't actually want to live on Pluto for a year, when you look at someone who has what you want to achieve and they're twinging something inside of you and they're kind of triggering you, they're lighting you up a little bit, think about why. What is the actual root of why that person is kind of like getting to you for better or for worse? Because again, people like Jess Ekstrom and Sarah Blakely give me some twinges because I look at them and I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, they are showing me what is possible for my business, for my life, um, for my public speaking career, for my life as a, as a charity and a nonprofit owner. You know, you look at all of these people and I could so easily, and here's the thing, I did do this. I did this so hard with Scott Harrison when I was reading the book Thirst, which by the way, love that book, recommend that book all the time. Fantastic resource for the nonprofit world, especially those who are looking to make a nonprofit in a one-for-one model. And I remember reading about like the first uh, fundraiser that he ever did for Charity Water, which was before, I'm pretty sure was before someone fact-checked me, but like before they, he even had a 501c3 status for Charity Water, and he threw, like, his first fundraiser. He, like, didn't know what he was doing, but he was, like, back in New York City, and it raised, like, something like $20,000 in his first night, and he wasn't even, like, an official, like, 501c3 at that point. And I remember I got so angry, and I was like, this bitch can just walk in and make $20,000 in one night, I was like, it has taken me sometimes and like, it's taken me a year to fundraise that. And like, he did it in one night, like not even knowing anything. And so I was like, well, I must be just like this immediate failure as a nonprofit founder, because I couldn't do that as fast as he did that. And I let Scott Harrison trigger me <laughs> for a while, just because he was so successful with this organization so quickly. And that was for many reasons. And here's the thing. But instead of comparing myself to people like Scott and Victoria Harrison, who are like mega icons in the nonprofit world, I've chosen to now look at them as expanders, people who are showing me that it is possible to do the work that they do in nonprofits, the way that they do it in the manner that they do it, and just be so stinking inspiring and revolutionary in the nonprofit world. And what a better way to look at people than, oh my God, I can't believe that they did this so much faster than I could ever do this. I must suck. I must be a failure. I must never pick up and do anything ever again because my nonprofit is garbage compared to their nonprofit. And if it's not nonprofit for you, <laughs> enter, fill in those blanks with whatever you need. My point to all of this is the next time you are really struggling with comparison and you're really feeling some comparison fatigue, Ask yourself why. Figure out the root of where that's coming from. Is it jealousy? Is it envy? And can you actually figure out a way to turn that person, to turn that situation around and make that an expander for you, not an area of just like being pissed off and ready to throw in the towel because you're not as good as the person that you're comparing yourself to? How is that person expanding your worldview and making you understand that the life that you want for yourself is possible? The business you want to create, the career you want to have, the home you want to build, the relationship you want to emulate. How is that possible for you? And honestly, I would take expanding over comparison any hot damn day. So that's just my two cents on that. Uh, again, this is like a little bit more of like an emotional rant of an episode. And again, I don't know if it's my birthday. I don't know if it's like being back in pageant land for a little bit, but it just felt 
right to kind of share this message today. I don't know who needs to hear it. I don't really know who it was for, but someone who hit play on this today really needed to hear that message. And that's for you. And by the way, if it is for you, I'm just going to drop it again. It is my birthday week. I would really appreciate it (laughs) if you would share this on social media, if you would leave a five-star review, if you'd also leave a rating and a review or flip those. I'm really tired right now. I'm sorry. Um, a rating and a review, share it on social media. Any one of those three things would be an outstanding birthday gift to me um, and a really great way to just celebrate this week and to remind yourself that anyone that you are feeling a little envious of, that you're comparing yourself to, that you're getting pissed off, that you're not as far along in the journey and the road and where you want to be in life as them, look at them as an expander for you, not as a comparison tool. And life will feel just a little sweeter. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Make an Impact Podcast. If you enjoyed yourself, would you do a little rate, review, subscribe dance? And if you really enjoyed yourself, would you share this on social media so someone else could catch the impact bug? Until next time, friend, I can't wait to see what kind of impact you make on your world.